Welcome to Pulpomex Classic Commentary, uh, Daytona 05. Uh, with me here, uh, I'm Steve Mathis, and with me here is... Chad Reed. Me All here. right, man. Hey, thanks for doing this. Uh, I know you're busy, but you got some downtime, so... A lot of downtime. Too much downtime. Here we go. Flashback. 04, Daytona. Uh, this is the steel-framed YZ250, your factory Yamaha guy here. My favorite one. And check out this start, and then a triple off the start to say see you later. It's kind of sad I don't actually remember this race a whole lot other than the fact that I win and I crash. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, don't re I don't remember it either, to be honest. Um, how many times you won Daytona? But it looks like the normal, typical Daytona, you know, rough, mm -hmm. beat up, gnarly. Um, actually, I crashed right here, I remember. Yep. Look Lost the front a little bit and washed, you know, washed out the front and yeah. just, uh, yeah, crashed in the whoops, but got back up and still won. Yeah, still won. I saw Pastrana behind you earlier, so I was trying to, trying to rack my brain. Yeah, I want to say that LaRocco got second in that race and uh, maybe maybe Wyndham was second oh, yeah. here, maybe. I don't know. So I don't know if Wyndham was second and LaRocco third. This might have been the first year under the lights even because it does look at night and we, you know, now we've been doing it. Um, you've, you've done it one year, old school, 03. Yeah, only yeah. one time. Uh, actually, 02. 02, um, yeah, Montreux. 02 and 03, I think, right. was maybe yep. first year in the lights. No, 03 no? was old school, uh, middle of the day. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, yeah, so I've only done it twice. Uh, here we go, parade lap. Um, parade lap where I got an RC uh, helmet cam back, yeah. in the, back in the day. So uh, Now, uh, okay, so you're the defending Supercross champion in 05. Yes, you are. You correct. won 04. Uh, Carmichael was out, comes back in 05 um, on a Suzuki, and you're the defending champion. Uh, and really, it's kind of you two only at this point. Yeah, I mean, up until this point, we'd kind of been trading, trading wins. Um, I think he was maybe a couple of wins up for me i think mm -hmm. this week was maybe the week after uh atlanta and we mm -hmm. had been to san diego i'd won san diego he won atlanta and then uh yep. leading up to this race you know there was just a lot of talk um you know bailey and uh, rick johnson were doing the, the commentating and i just remember doing the dave Despain show and it was just a lot of talk about ricky you know yep. being in his backyard at sandy how gnarly he is how fit he is and mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff so i wanted to kind of the spoiler you know like i wanted mm -hmm. to go out there and and uh and try to change it up well you you had won the year before and you were defending champion so yeah basically you uh i think that's me right there yeah um, that, that is you that is me just that standing is, you, there you, <laughs> everyone else is in jackets and sh and long pants and yeah. you're in shorts yeah, so that that's definitely hey, definitely check out those ruts in front of the those gates. ruts are gnarly i think <laughs> uh and it's a shame that daytona really isn't like that anymore um you know now that we start on right. uh the clay and head towards the fans but uh I think for the most part, I'm real happy that I got to race. I'm, you know, actually, it's kind of funny here watching this and watching me pick gate one. I'm normally not a gate one kind mm -hmm. of guy. My old mechanic rookie, and man, brings back some old memories yeah. here. And there, there I am with the, with the great, the, the big great one Tim five. Perry, yeah. Um, but uh, now this bike here. That's I'll, special. Look, Jim Perry yeah. on the starting line. That's, Jeez. Wow. Uh, you didn't like this bike. Aluminum frame. Now, we as mechanics were told that this thing was exactly like the 04, but yeah. you didn't like this bike. Yeah, I mean, you were there through that whole, yeah. you know, transition, and uh, we, you know, it's we did a lot. Of, yeah, we, we did a lot of testing, and, and I think that for what we know today and, and what, mm -hmm. you know, six, seven years later, um, that bike could be could be amazing actually but uh you know at that time we mm -hmm. were new to it we didn't really know what it needed and, and you know yamaha really never had you know a lot of you know help from japan in mm -hmm. the fact that you know we never really actually my whole time that i spent at yamaha I never ever tested with the japanese so um i just think that we were limited on what we knew and right. they, they didn't learn a lot from from honda's wars that they went through this might be a dumb question but uh with ricky missing the whole supercross season um were you surprised 
how much of a run he gave you? I mean, you were pretty dominant the year before, but did you know it was going to be a dogfight with him the whole year? I mean, I mean yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, not at any point because, I mean, even when Ricky came back from his blown-out knee, um, he went 24-0 in, in outdoors. So, That's a good point. You're right. Um, <laughs> it, it, you know, <laughs> yeah. that kind of right there, that almost erases your championship and, you mm -hmm. you, you know, you're, you're, you're pissed off and ready All to go. All right, here for, we go. Daytona, two three, gate drops. And, oh, I want to say I, whole, I think I whole shot, actually. Um, yeah. I whole shot, and I think I, you know, pretty much, yeah, yeah get out front. and. So uh, right now you're feeling pretty good, obviously. Uh, um, uh, Travis Preston. Right yeah, at this point, I mean, I'm where I want to be. I want right. to be out front, and uh, they've got a gnarly set of whoops here. They beat up everyone through today, and mm -hmm. as you can see, they're pretty ruddy and nasty. Jeez. I think that was, who was that, Ernie or someone like that? Uh, that's the rocker right there. The rocker right there. Somebody went off track. But um, this section was tough. You know, back in yeah. those days when we, when we raced, it was uh, – they had like it was almost like lime like it was weird like a real gravelly mm -hmm. uh, white dirt so you know racing at night where you went from dark dirt yeah. to orange clay to white kind of gravelly dirt it was pretty pretty tough and to if i remember right the week before this atlanta was one of your more frustrating races ricky caught you from a ways back and you were not happy after the race yeah i yeah. mean uh i was leading the crowd was freaking out for ricky too so like exactly <laughs> i mean it, that's almost probably one of his home races actually you know mm -hmm. and uh yeah, I mean, I whole shot it, I think, Atlanta. Um, and coming off of the week before where I rode away and, and won really easily. Actually, I shouldn't say I rode away. I actually caught him that mm -hmm. year. Um, it was another year that I rode away. But that year I ca caught him and passed him on a last lap. And then, uh, yeah, Atlanta whole shot it. He passed me in the first turn, mm -hmm. pulled away, crashed. I got back in the lead, and then he caught me back up and passed me same spot in the first turn. So, yeah, um, yeah it was just pretty much to add salt to the wounds, really. I mean, we struggled all year long in the hard pack, and it was real hard pack in Atlanta and uh, couldn't couldn't turn on the flat. So. And so this race right here, you're just like, you know what, I got, I'm pulling away. I'm going to win this. You're yeah, determined. I would say that this is probably one of my – my favorite races um, of all time, mm -hmm. um, and probably mainly because not only was it Daytona, but it was it was with Ricky and yeah, you're in we, his backyard. We, we yeah. went at we went at it. I think that the two of us just laid well, it look down. Look at the and, lead you already have. Um, you're, we're on a second lap right now, and Larocco is uh, probably six or seven seconds. Yeah, and right there, you know, you see Ricky triple, and uh, Ricky and I, I think they're the only two triple in that, and mm -hmm. it was quite a bit faster. So uh, it was yeah, it was just one of those races that. I think Ricky kind of chases me down here and gets on me. Um, mm -hmm. But for the most part, um, we just battled. I remember yeah. just at the end of it, win or lose, I knew that I just gave it my all and and uh, and was just pumped. The uh, If you had to pick Daytona features, though, okay, so we have this at night, maybe a little more traditional super cost. We have 03, 02, rough as hell in the middle of the day, beat up. And now we have now, which is – sort of almost a little bit high Ricky's design the track and it's a little more outdoorsy than it was on this race. Do you have a favorite? Do you have one that you like better? Um, I mean, I lean towards liking like this one that we're watching mm -hmm. mainly be just because how gnarly it was. And, um, I love Daytona always. And, and I like, you know, the, the new version mm -hmm. just as much. Um, and obviously, you know, Barnett builds it, but this was, you know what one of the last ones kind of built traditionally right. by yeah, gary bailey and and all that kind of stuff so um just not a lot of flow you had to make 
do with what was out there, you know, jumping mm-hmm. off to little jumps that weren't even, you know, yeah. there at the beginning of the day and they just develop over the weekend. And, um, you know, this section that we're coming up to, it's like a step on, step on, step off. And that was just real tradition, you know, for, for about three or four years. We, we yeah. had that section there every it, yeah. year. So, um, yeah, it was brutal. Also, two, two strokes, two strokes. So, uh, a little different animal, a little different beast. Than yeah, now. I think, uh, I actually think I have the last two-stroke win too, as well. So, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. to to race it, and then like a, you know, we we mentioned I was struggling that year, and uh, I didn't triple right there. And you see Ricky yeah. kind of how much he catches me, and I think that this is some of the best, you know, helmet cam footage. And I remember watching the actual race, and right. and uh, I want to say it was uh, RJ and, and and Bailey, and basically they both just said there's no need to even commentate you yeah. know it's just let's let you know and you could just hear both of us just yeah. getting after it on the old two stroke so oh, it was, it was pretty f- cool Carmichael just at the fastest lap so he's coming yeah he's coming he's on you um it, growing up in australia did you have any idea of significance of daytona and knew all about it and knew what it was like or like did you understand it because it's in america it's always been a you know revered race yeah i mean obviously it has a lot of tradition and and i probably didn't really understand or respect its tradition that it had but mm-hmm. but i definitely knew like how brutal it was and how gnarly it was and mm-hmm. and every time you watched it on dvds or, or whatever it was they always made a big deal of it and 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 right. obviously <clears throat> excuse me it was is such a big difference from your normal you know stadium mm-hmm. supercross track so um to come and and see it and and actually see the high banks of daytona yeah. and the fact that we raced between pit lane and, and the finish line was was pretty sweet uh red dog told me one time that uh he never had a I, he, he always knew when Carmichael was behind him. Yeah, I mean, he could pick he anybody <laughs> out. Like he didn't know anybody else, but he knew when Carmichael was behind. Yeah, him. Do I you mean, agree? It does a lot of revving. You know, <laughs> cl- clutches the thing gnarly, and I think he does it extra when he's behind you. Yeah, and, and then he just brings a certain. Oh, I think that's Jason Thomas. Uh, he one wheel in one rut and one wheel in the other. <laughs> it, was, it definitely looked like JT there. <laughs> 13 seconds, LaRocco is by, uh, behind you on the lap set on seven laps. So, yeah, you guys are yarding. Everybody. Yeah, so we're out of there. I mean, uh, it was just a race for the two of us, really, right. and it was like that all year. So, um, do you, just, Did you know he was catching you? Do you remember how far back? Did yeah, you, I mean. Do you know? Yeah, at this point, do you realize you can mark him and see that you don't well, see Well, not, not only can you hear him, but the crowd, you know. I mean, the crowd in Florida, obviously, you know, big Ricky fans. God, and, that's rough right there. Um, the, the whoops were nasty. And this section was nasty, too. Ricky actually makes quite a few mistakes through here all, all night long. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was probably one of the areas that I was, you know, quite a bit better than him and right. uh, able to pull away. But, uh yeah, just it was just a matter of hitting your lines and, and just riding my race, and that was why I felt like this was one of my better races because, you know, through it all, I felt like I just, you know, kind of rose above the fact that he was on me and mm-hmm. and the pressure and everything that went along with it and the beatdown that I took the week before. Yeah, um, to come out here and, and you know get a win in his backyard was was quite special. He's thinking right now. He's probably he's like this is going to just be just like Atlanta where I'm going to catch him. And motor away. Yeah, I mean, he's always, you know, majority of the time throughout careers, he's definitely the, the the stronger of the two in the later part of the races. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think, yeah, probably in oh. his world, he thinks, oh, yeah, I got him on the ropes. But, yeah. uh, you know, I can I can promise you this week, this weekend it was it was it wasn't going to happen. I was just <laughs> I was just pumped up for yeah. for all for all that was said. And uh, and I just wanted to prove everyone that I was you know strong enough to, to how, win at Daytona. How bad did the rivalry get? And he's on you right here, obviously. Yeah, uh, I mean, you can see me protecting <laughs> the line right there. <laughs> uh, how bad was the rivalry between you guys at one point? Like I know, like I said, I was on the team and. We didn't like Carmichael, but 
I mean, did you guys have a genuine hate there, do you think? or I, I, You know, like, I mean, obviously, now that it's all being done and yeah. said, I think that there was never really a lot of hate, you know? Like, I just felt like it was it was just hard racing, and, mm-hmm. and he was he was so dominant and so strong and, and, you know, there every weekend that you just, you develop this rivalry where you just want to beat the guy unbelievably bad. Um, you know, where if you want to talk about rivalries, you know, obviously, you know, Stu and I have a little mm-hmm. different. So I wouldn't say that it was, you know, necessarily a lot of hate. Like I think we felt... At- on the team that he didn't respect your speed. Like every time you beat him, it was a reason why. And we're like, no, he just beat you. And it, it seemed like Carmichael in post-race interviews and things had a hard time saying, I just got beat. Yeah. And, and that's I, why we felt like, you know. Yeah. And, and I guess for somebody that was, you know, taking a lot of slack for, for saying very similar things to what he said when he lost, mm-hmm. it was just that I lost a hell of a lot more than he did. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I felt like I took a pretty good beating on, you know, th- people thinking I was a whiner and all this kind of, right. you know, bullshit about, you know, just, uh, you know, saying why I lost or why I felt I lost. And, you know, really, honestly, that's what he was doing as well. It was just yep. kind of giving his reasons why he felt he lost. And mm-hmm. and people looked at him as, as excuses. And, and mm-hmm. I think that uh, that was what frustrated me more than, than anything was just that he was saying the same things I was and yeah. given the same reasons. And yet he was, you know, everybody's still, everybody okay with that. Everyone yeah. was still right. okay with it. Yeah. You know? And on the team, we felt like, Hey dude, Chad, just like at the end of Oh three, you just outrode him every weekend. Yeah. I think, and, I mean, Oh three, I felt like, uh, you know, my rookie mistakes basically, oh, here, here we go. Shape? Yeah. Rookie. Oh. I mean, we see all, th- all three number plates. That was, <laughs> it was very much uh, a tradition yeah. through, uh, through Ricky's career in the whoops. But, uh, um, yeah, yeah I think that, yeah. you know, I know three, obviously I just, I, I made rookie mistakes and put Ricky in a position where he could just kind of sail it in. And mm-hmm. we had him covered, you know, bikes, tires, everything at the end of the year. Um, and I honestly, you your line there. You yeah, inside maybe because of the lapper. But. I honestly think that, you know, four had Ricky have raced, um, you know, I, I felt like we, we yep. had a good chance to beat up on him because uh, his bike wasn't any better, and, and I think that we were going to see him ride a four-stroke because, um, you know, at the time he was on factory Honda, my mm-hmm. best friend at the time, you know, Nathan Ramsey. So I knew all the stuff that he was going through, and I knew that the beatdown he took in 03 at the mm-hmm. end wasn't wasn't taken lightly, and he yeah. was wanting to step up and, and get a better bike. And, and I felt that at that point – in 03, 04, we had the best bike, the best tires, and, and we just had a great program going. Yeah, the uh, although this motor was still good in this bike, but the chassis was a little jacked up, no doubt. I know all you guys were struggling uh, trying to find a, find a way. What's funny is you don't you probably don't even know this, but this bike and the bike you wanted wasn't far off Jeremy McGrath's bikes of the late 90s and early 2000s, no, I motor-wise. Mean, even, yeah, even, uh, even with the aluminum frame, I mean, yeah. it really wasn't any different, you know, like, and that was, that was the big sales pitch that we got, you know, given to us. And as riders we were to sell was the fact that, you know, it, it looked like a, a normal, mm-hmm. you know, steel frame. It wasn't a perimeter frame and, um, and therefore it was going to be the same. Yeah. And, you know, obviously from riders, we all knew right away that it wasn't quite the same yeah. and, and that we were going to need a lot of work. Like, I think there were some testing days where we actually put cylinder heads that were marked inscribed MC. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> yeah, to yeah. try it. Like just, I, I mean, more times yeah. than not, I had practice wheels that all had MC, you know, yeah. one or two. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's, it's uh, crazy, all those old parts around the race Did you get – now, you're still sort of early in your career here. You're, you've only been on three years. Did you – feel like fans i mean because ricky was just i mean he, at this point ricky was the king you know and did you feel like fans you had no fans 
I mean, no, I, really at no point, a bit. Yeah, at no point did I ever feel like, even through the worst of it, I never felt like that I had no fans. Yeah. Because even through the hate, I had my my autograph line never shrunk. Yeah. It never was any smaller than what it, you up. what it ever was. But uh, you know, it was just it was the crowd, really. Yeah. You know, yeah. but as far as people coming and saying hi, it was always the same. Right. Right. But yeah, I mean, you can see. I mean, Ricky's Ricky's going for it. I'm going for it. You know, I get held up every once in a while. He gets held up, and yeah. you know, we're just grinding away. Uh, yeah, and, and like I said, LaRocco's riding a great race for third, but he is he's not in the photo in the picture right now. You two guys are, are pushing each other, and it was it was a time of like Ricky was sort of just the you know even though you seemed like you had him covered, it, it, it on a Suzuki he got a little better, and then at Daytona he was much better know. on a Suzuki. He he yeah. actually was the first time and only time really in his career that he could match or be better than me in the whoops. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, obviously he was always known for his strength. He just messed up that whole section there. So, <laughs> he did. What um, kind of rhythm was he that? Just, you know, uh, like I said earlier, I mean, he made quite a few mistakes there. It was kind of a sketchy system, you know, section yeah. where we kind of tripled onto a table and then doubled yeah. off. So, Did you ever feel like, uh, you know, well, oh. And then I go make of, a mistake. Yeah. Oh, oh, JT right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Look, at, you're lapping the one five. Let's have a moment of silence. Am I lapping? Yeah, let's have a moment. What? 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 You just lapped. What, you just what, lapped what? one five. I, I did. Well, we had a little wrist problem. We're battling a little wrist problem this year. Wow. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, I have no doubt that he was. Was this gone. the year that he rode a two stroke? Yep. Yeah, he yeah. was on a two stroke. Oh, here we go. So yeah, Ricky j- screwing up his whole. Yeah, item. he just didn't triple right there. Ooh, that felt nice. How about like all the times that we would see him like eat shit in practice, and you were like, "Oh, he's down for the count." And then he well, would... I think uh, I want to say oh three, the year that he went crazy on us at, mm-hmm. at Salt Lake City when he crashed in practice, split his shit open, had to go to hospital, <laughs> get stitches, and you know, at, at at no point, you know, he just messed it up again two laps in a row. So um, at so, this point, he's so mad right now. He's so mad. <laughs> he's so we mad. just know Ricky, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. it'd be actually funny to sit in this and have him commentate this thing with us, but. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, the track's getting brutal and he's getting frustrated. And yeah. I'm obviously opening up a gap, so I'm feeling better and better every lap. Yeah, I, um, maybe you make a mistake here because I remember this thing being a little closer at the no, end. I, no, I, I win this thing pretty easy. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, he's just well, making he actually, mistakes. Well, he actually, he ends up crashing, yeah. I think, maybe two or three laps to go. Um, but, don't uh, ruin it for the viewers, but yeah. Oops. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, no, he, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll edit it out. No, no, we won't. But, um. Uh, yeah, he was better on a Suzuki. And also, too, when he was on the Honda, we uh, as a team were laughing at his setup because he could not go through the whoops. He, it was just like, Ricky, oh, there we go. There we go. So four laps to go. Right, uh, right there onto the pavement. Yeah, just, I mean. That's a good crash. You know, that's just Ricky, you know, Ricky trying to, you know, trying to step it up and the whoops being pretty brutal. And one five. Goes we got by. the big one five, you know, doubling, doubling, double, double, double through there. <laughs> Come so. on. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Look at he's got Honda banners. It's just. It's not good right now. He, yeah, uh, the yeah I mean, to, to say what you're talking about with the Honda thing, I think, right. uh, I mean, we, we definitely laughed about it. And um, and I probably think that the worst thing that I did is, you know, before he signed with Suzuki, mm-hmm. my deal was up as well. And I was one of the riders in, in line with that for that job. Um, and I went yeah. and test rode that bike. So uh, the reason why our engine was so much better than what it was in 04 was because I actually rode that thing, and that engine was awesome. And then, where'd you and ride then, it in Cali? You know, the the whole. I mean, they basically 
copied a Yamaha. I mean, it, yeah, the whole yeah. linkage was yep. from a Yamaha. The, the frame was very similar to a Yamaha. Um, so, yeah, I rode it at Cali at the Suzuki track, you know, 7 o'clock one morning, and mm-hmm. no one knew about it. Rode some, you know, some some gear. I think I might have wore Totelli gear or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was just a... So in my mind, I knew how good that bike was, and I knew that we went the opposite direction. So yeah. it kind of kind of mind-jacked me myself a little bit too. Um, would you guys, would you and Ricky be social, social, sociable at this point, um, being competitors, or was it, you know, opening ceremonies, like not look at each other, not talk to each other? Yeah, I mean, Ricky was a, was a guy that, that, you know, you could talk to him and whatever, but you didn't get a lot from him. You know, mm-hmm. you, there's, the lights were home, but no one was home, you know, and didn't, didn't really... You know. I feel like like right now in 2012, you could talk to Villapoto and you guys would, would talk yeah. a little bit. You, I mean, you could it, talk to Kevin Windham. You could talk, you and Ricky though, just nothing like nothing there. Yeah, nothing yeah. there. I mean, just because he was he was so focused and and that was what drove him and that was mm-hmm. how he operated. You know, where I've said it a few times in interviews. You know, like I grew up my my you know toughest competitor and when I went pro. The, the guy that was number one was my cousin. So at mm-hmm. no point did I hate my cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I always, you know, felt that I, I, I never needed to hate anybody to, to race them and beat them. So mm-hmm. at this point, two laps to go, I'm just... Yeah, you're cruising. Cruising. Do you, do you remember... I guess it's it's hard for you to say this, but do That's you remember... That's some hideous gear right there. <laughs> yeah, it's not the good, not the nicest. Last lap, uh, going for two in a row at Daytona, which is, you know, a special place to win. Don't they put your bike in the... In, they, they take your gear or something after the race. Uh, I think they, they take the your gear. I think they, yeah, they yeah. always want to, t- you know, take your gear. And um, I think Ricky has maybe five or six, five Daytona wins. Him and Stanton, I think, are all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he just beat Stanton. So I think you just lapped the Cobra there with yeah. that pipe. I don't know if I have three or four wins, but um, it's definitely a, that'd be a cool goal to to get up there on Daytona wins. Yeah. Um, now, do you remember the bike working better at this year at this race here? Obviously, you won, so it did. But anytime that it rained or or we had softer dirt, softer dirt, yeah, we we were fine with that bike. But uh, anytime that we went and it was you know a much harder surface, and, and 05 was actually the first year that they uh, that they went crazy on us and started cutting all the berms down and, and having the flat turns before whoops and mm-hmm. flat turns before jumps. So. Um, which made it a lot worse. And there it and is. You can see me the right winner. here. I'm I'm giving a bit of Who's a flex, that? and that's Bobby Moore. Huh. Um, you know, I think that that to comment on some of the things that Ricky and I went through is just it was really his corner and my corner yeah. that hated each other more than actually yeah. me and Ricky, and then you know the whole team. And I think it's, so many people had so many different emotions, and, you know, tied to it, and we yeah. all put so much effort into it that. It was it was a big deal when we when we won races, you know, for him and for me. Yeah, it's like the Thor guys versus the Fox guys, and the Oakley guys versus the Scott guys. It's like it was exactly, everything. <laughs> it was just like everything complete opposite, you know. Yeah, Ricky's and, second place, so and, mad uh, right now. <laughs> yeah, so it was a it was a good win for me. I was I was really you know yeah pumped and put a lot of effort and work into yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, thing. you straight out outrode him, really. You know what I mean? He caught you for a little bit there. He made mistakes, couldn't keep your pace, and had to feel pretty good because, like I said, you straight up you know rode away from him. Yeah, and, and to do that, to ride away from Ricky Carmichael at any race, anywhere, not a lot of people can claim that. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. Tim Ferry, Bunts Creek, Chris Moto yeah. can claim it. But oh, look at that! R- Ricky was always pretty gracious. You know, I think mm-hmm. that uh, as hard as See, we, we, we raced, like he, we felt like he wasn't on the team. We're like, yeah, but he wasn't when the camera was on him. You know, like yeah, oh, yeah. whatever. But I, I think for the most part, to you, yeah, to me, he always come up and was was fair and always congratulated me. And mm-hmm. you know, whether it was you know. Yeah. You know, whether it was real or, or just to do it, to do it. Yeah. But for the most part, I felt like he 
you know, he, he looked me in the eye and, and said congratulations, and that was yeah. that's good enough for me. This is one of the coolest things. I think I grabbed the camera maybe here or something like that. Maybe that's another year, but um, one of the cool things. I think this was the first year they let fans down there because they were talking about how the bike was skidding, Carmichael's bike was skidding, and uh, saying maybe it's going to take some fans out or yeah, something. Yeah, and yeah, still to this day they do that. So uh, we're getting ready yeah. for a Yamaha commercial burnout here. There's the awesome graphics that you loved and, and you know, and all that. The, all the straight, you know, all the nice, st- clean, <laughs> blue on blue. And blue. Blue on blue with blue gear. Blue with white or white with blue. That was, this Look at is that. actually, this is my first year that I. That's kind of cool. That I uh, actually got to change up my gear 50% of the time. Oh, that was in your deal, wasn't it? That well, was in your deal. That was, that was the biggest holdup with my, <laughs> with me and Yamaha. It was a big, it was a big deal yes. that year. That was uh, honestly we, why I was talking to uh, Suzuki. We do remember that, and we so were laughing. And you had to wear blue, blue on gear. Anaheim 1, though. Anaheim 1 was blue. Anaheim in Vegas. First race and last race, yeah. always. And, 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 and the other ones, and, you could switch. And clearly, it's still in the in the, in the the contract, because I see Stu um, mm-hmm. wearing blue at the first race, always in the main event, and blue in the in the main event <laughs> at, funny in that Vegas. You were, funny that that's, you, you, that made you so mad. Well, I remember uh, this was actually our first year that we did some special numbers. We even had, like, Plain numbers. Yeah, yeah. So and, yeah, that was a crazy thing. I, I remember that we had like pretty badass, you know, bell bottom forks and everything like that. And everybody talked about our yeah. numbers more than our parts on our motorcycle. Yeah. Well, hey, Chad Reed, thank you for doing uh, Pulp Max Classic Commentary Daytona 05. Uh, good job, and thank you again, man. It's really interesting. That yeah, was a good race. Of course, it was interesting. I won. <laughs>